Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. The world's changing, and what are things we can do to, to transform our business and engage our fans globally in different ways? People are using their name and likeness to create more opportunities, more stakes in companies. In order to turn the organization around, we had to turn it around not only just on the baseball operations side, but on the business operations side. Football and any other sport is very difficult, but I like to broaden my horizons and be able to expand sports. You need to be consumed live, and that's a big competitive advantage for intellectual property holders of sports content in the media landscape. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday talking to some of the biggest names in sports. But you know what Wednesday is. This is podcast day for fantasy sports Football, to be exact, and the experts are here, and I'm talking the experts upon the experts, and then if you look up in the dictionary experts, you'll see their pictures as experts. Damian Sassauer, Rich Truman, how'd you guys do in your picks <laughs> that you thought were going to come through for week 10? Well, in our league, I kind of lucked out. Uh, Monday night, I had a very short lead, uh, about eight or nine points. I was playing uh, an opponent who had the Rams defense and Daryl Henderson, and he needed like nine points to beat me, and he only got like six or seven. So I thought it was a loss, but it was a win. So uh, I believe first place, eight and two, unofficially, uh, Michael. Well, I'm I'm really glad that I started Cam Newton and Ramondre Stevenson. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't start them this week, but I did play you, Michael Barr, and you gifted oh. me a win. But I mean, that was. Oh my! We're not going to talk about that on air. But no, I mean, oh. how ni- how nice was that to see Cam Newton back in the end zone again this week? That was really twice. Yeah, twice. I mean, exactly. once with a throw. Once. Did you hear about the big trade in our league, uh, Damian? No. Yes. No. In fact, I want you guys if email me at Big Bar Sports what you think of this trade with with Rich Truman. Uh, Rich Truman, now remember, I don't have any quarterbacks, uh, but he offered Cam Newton, uh, Tony Pollard, and uh, Tony Hawkinson, right? TJ Hawkinson. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. And I gave him back Nick Chubb. Uh, oh, see, you stop. Stop! Stop, Damien! <laughs> My rule is that the best person in any trade, the best player, is the guy well, who... Well, let him finish your trade, Damien. Okay, sorry. Uh, Hunter Henry and... Uh, Tyrod Taylor. And Tyrod Taylor. Look, the best player in any trade, I mean, the guy, the team that gets that player, obviously, in my opinion, always wins it, but you never know, right? I mean, TJ Hawkinson's been very, you know, he's been great, and look, Cam Newton, I had him last year in this league, he, he was great for me, so, you know, given your lack of depth at the quarterback position, Michael, I, 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 I can see why you made lack. that trade. <laughs> Matt Ryan was the best thing I had going, that's how bad it was. So, whatever you think about this trade, hit me up on Big Bar Sports. Tell me, like, I'm a dummy, whatever you want. So, But let's move to week 11. Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's week 11 now. We're, we're in the nitty-gritty, folks. If you are in your fantasy uh, leagues, uh, we're getting down to crunch time. Some people uh, have cut off after 11 weeks that uh, they start going to the playoffs. So 
you better get your stuff ready now. Damian, anybody you see uh, running back-wise? Anybody in the Cowboys-Chiefs game. I mean, the over-under in that game is 56 points. The Chiefs looked all the way back last week, right? We saw a lot of output out of that offense from Mahomes on down. And look, the Cowboys also rebounded really, really nicely. Some motivation there by McCarthy. Obviously kind of salt in the wound following that big loss the week before. But yes, no, I mean, Cowboys-Chiefs, take them all. You know, the season, uh, the week kicks off with the... um Falcons hosting the New England Patriots, and the Patriots right now are the hottest team in football. Yeah. Uh, what do you do if you have a Mahanje Stevenson and uh, Harris, both good running backs? What do you do? I actually have both of them, of course, in uh, one of my other leagues. Um, but I kind of want one guy to play and the other guy not to. But I have a feeling. Well, what's that the risk you, there that Harris isn't going to get cleared from concussion protocol? Right. Yeah. Well, that's the talk. But if they're both healthy, I mean, Stevenson looked great last week against Cleveland. Are they going to be when both are healthy? Are they going to be a fifty-fifty split? Is the question? It's so tough to trust that New England backfield. Yes. Yes, but for some reason, it was it's a little easier this season than what it's been in the past. They were going with the bell cow Harris, who was getting a lot of, a lot of play, but since he was out last week, Stevenson took the mantle. So, when healthy is going to be a, a big decision. You know, is it going to be fifty fifty? Because Stevenson, again, as I said last week, looked great against Cleveland. Speaking of the Patriots, what do you think of Mac Jones? I mean, you can't. What's not to like about Mac Jones? I mean, you know, surprisingly, he is the rookie quarterback you wanted to own heading into the season over uh, Trevor Lawrence, over uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets. Some of my favorite Jets, my beloved Jets. But you know, I mean, look, you know, you, there's there's nothing not to like there. But you know, what's interesting is it's really tough to trust a receiver in New England, right? Jacoby Myers, yes, he's had some flashes, but it's just you know, it's it's always going to be kind of tough, uh, you know, with that New England offense. And you know, Michael, going back to running backs, injuries are going to play play a factor oh, this yeah. week. Oh, yeah. A.J. Dillon. Yep. A.J. Dillon is going to be in for Aaron Jones. And he was activated uh, about two weeks ago, so a lot of play. But Jeff Wilson carried the ball 10 times. The running back uh, in San Francisco broke his finger. He's questionable to play this week. So if you need somebody, Jeff Wilson might be available in your leagues. Now I want to talk about wideouts. Now, granted, you got two on the bye, Denver and the Rams. But I want to talk about the Rams because there was a big old free agency signing. OBJ went to the Rams, and the irony of that is that he went there the same time Robert Woods had a season-ending injury. So now from this point forward, guys, Damian, what do you think the future would be for OBJ? Well, I have both of them on my team, so <laughs> no. But you know, it was it was shocking to see that. I mean, look, I think this 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 bye week is is much needed to get OBJ on the same page as Matt Stafford for sure. Um, but you know, it's tough. You know, I mean, they've got they've got uh, they've got talent there on that offense that goes way beyond you know you know Woods. I mean, Cooper Cup, Higby, etc. So you know, it's going to be really kind of tough. I'd love to see OBJ get involved clearly, selfishly, and and look. I mean, you know, for me, it's going to be this this bye week. You know, how do they come out of it? How do they respond? I mean. San Francisco, I mean, my goodness, you know, have they had the Rams number in recent years? So, you know, they need to bounce back from that if they're to uh, to aspire to the throne this year. And they look like the world beater heading into, uh, I mean, through the first eight or nine weeks of the season. You know, the 49ers, that game against the Rams, held the ball for the majority of the game. They ran the ball 44 times. Yeah. So uh, OBJ didn't play that much. But part of the reason was also because they didn't have the ball. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, to stick with the receivers, though, Michael. I mean, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Elijah Moore on the New York Jets against a weak Dolphins secondary this Hello, week. This thing on. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't. What's not to like? He's averaged about six and a half targets over the last four games. He's scoring three touchdowns over the last two games. 
I like Elijah Moore. Maybe I, as a I drafted him. I drafted him both or both my leagues, and I actually dropped him when the Jets' offense looked putrid earlier on. But you know what? A game I actually liked. I think it's going to be very high scoring. Also, is the uh, Cincinnati Raider game mm, right definitely. now? The over under is around fifty. Uh, the Bengals have like the tenth wor- uh, the top ten worst defense against the pass. Um, I think Carr is a good sleeper pick this week, and he's not a sleeper player, but. Derek Waller's got to get on track one of these days. Outside the first week of the season, he's been a huge disappointment. In six of the in eight of the games he's played, he's at six or fewer receptions, yeah. and he was just unbelievable the last couple of years. I know Damian's a big fan of his. Yeah, no, I, I, you know what I'd really love to see is that Burrow Jamar Chase relationship sort of rebound. They had a pretty tough Week Nine, if you remember. You know, a few drop passes, a few missed touchdowns, and opportunities there. But Jamar Chase, he looks like the real deal. I'd love to see him get him back back on track against the Raiders. Tight ends, get your tight ends here. Anybody see anything good out there? I love Waller this week. Again, he's on a sleeper pick, but one sleeper pick I'm going to give you. I like Dalton Schultz against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. As Damian said, it's the highest projected scoring game of the week. I think it's definitely going to be 50 to 60 points scored. So I really like Dolan Schultz of the Cowboys against the Chiefs. Yeah, and I like CJ on the Bengals versus the Raiders. You know, to call your point, Rich, you know, I think that's going to be a high scorer as well. And he's available probably in 84% of leagues. I wonder if anybody is still in their Survivor Leagues out here. <laughs> uh, actually, last week, week 10, that was another upset week. A lot of t- In fact, uh, if you thought that Seattle was going to win, nope, that did not happen. Uh, if you th- They didn't even score a point, I don't believe. Uh, if you thought that, uh, you, you, from my perspective, the Lions tied it with Pittsburgh – the problem is, if you straight out pick that, it doesn't mean anything right. because that's just like a loss. And, uh, uh, the tie is a loss. And House spe- wins. And speaking of the Lions, I love the Browns in the survivor pool this yeah, week. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's a pretty good pick. I mean, I hate to bash on the Lions, but yeah, no, the Browns are probably a pick you want to have. But obviously, the Titans versus the Texans, they kind of, uh, I think they're a 10 and a half, 11 point favorite. So so that's that's when you got to look at. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth, Rich. I was looking at the Browns, unfortunately, for my Lordly <laughs> Lions. Uh, by the way, again, uh, by week, get Denver and the Rams. Get them out of your lineup and pay attention. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast, Fantasy Football Edition, and the experts coming in on their white horses. I'm telling you, it's, it's just like one of those old uh, spice commercials when they're coming in on the horse. Damian Sassauer, Rich Truman. They are the experts. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And again, please shoot me a tweet to tell me what you think about the trade I had with Rich Truman. We're here Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and you can catch this podcast wherever you get them. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.